You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al Jerry. Oh, hi there. Yes, it is the post-game show, but Jerry Recco is still in California, so I am joined by the Eddie Scazzeri. Hello, podcast people. The podcast people are here. Eddie, let me get uh, started with an article that I saw over the weekend. It, it had to deal with uh, advertising for the NFL season. Okay. And uh, two of the biggest advertisers that they've had over the last few years are not coming back this year with the NFL, and those are boner pills. Really? Both Viagra and Cialis have not renewed their partnership with the NFL, and be- and it's because they say that those drugs this year become generic drugs. I see. And, and normally drug companies do not like to advertise their brand name drug, Cialis and Viagra, when a... Uh, generic is available because really you're doing advertising for that drug as well right here you can get this same thing for a lot cheaper for a lot cheaper so i know a lot of people complained over the years of having to watch football games with their children and boner pills coming on constantly uh as ads every other break yes well, you will, Eddie, miss out on that woman in the Detroit Lions uh, kind of fugazi Detroit Lions yes. jersey. They always have like uh, these middle-aged, beautiful women mm-hmm. uh, for Viagra. Yes, and I feel like the Cialis they make that like it's a older couple. Yes, they do. Where the Viagra seems like this guy's got this woman, you know, that he's um, just dating. Where the Cialis commercials are like. In relationships. Yeah, they're they're married, they're older, yeah. they're just, uh, they're enjoying their golden years, and the Viagra, he's, uh, maybe it's a piece on the side, right. or maybe he never got married, or whatever. Right, or divorced, and now he's got this hot chick. Exactly. Uh, but the, yeah, those will be gone, unfortunately. That's too bad. I do like with the Cialis commercial, like the Viagra commercials, just, they're just like, listen, here's some boner pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cialis commercial, they go... Cialis uh, for erectile dysfunction and symptoms of BPH if you go to the bathroom too much. I see. Which is awesome because then you could tell, oh, I, I use this because oh, yeah. I go to the bathroom too much. It's because of that, not because of the other thing. I did notice this, though. Uh, during the week off, <clears throat> uh, I was sleeping like eight and nine hours a night, and I was uh, waking up with boners. Really? Yeah, which has not happened in quite a long time. A little morning wood. Morning wood, which I had not uh, had in quite some time, and uh, and I always kind of pinned that on 
uh, not sleeping enough. And the hours we work. And the hours we work, which uh, can affect your uh, libido, Eddie. For sure. And uh, yeah, so I was like, wow. The first, the, like maybe the second night in when I had eight hours sleep, I was like, huh, this is a rarity. Yes. And then the next day also. So I was very excited. And um, did you do anything with it? <laughs> Over the entire break? Well, like in the mornings, like, hey. Uh, no, because it normally is uh, attached to also having to urinate. Oh, I see. And then by the time and then that's that's a problem then with the one and the up. other. Right. You know, it's like you it get your pipes crossed. The angle and the thing and the Yes. So but it wasn't like, hey, the sun's up and look what else is up. Yeah, but I was like kind of bragging about it today to various people here at work who right. would listen. Like I told Bobby Dwyer uh-huh. who was somewhat braggadocious in saying he wakes up every morning with wood. Yeah. Which seems strange. Yeah, it does. Well, you know, he's, uh, what is he, 40 yet? Oh, yeah, he's definitely 40. And his diet stinks, that's Uh, for sure. Yeah, it might be the worst, uh, worse than even than mine. Uh, Yeah, he's got the worst diet. Mm -hmm. Your diet, um, if I may, uh, you eat at your desk here. First of all, you don't eat all morning long. Right. Which I don't understand. Right. Then you eat a very sensibly sized lunch. Right. Which looks like it's about six ounces of... uh, combination of like broccoli and chicken or pasta stuff like that yeah not big no not huge so where do you think you have a bad diet well i first of all the calories from wine not that i drink wine every day but like over the course of a week i'll probably have like you know a bottle and a half all right which is just empty calories uh and then generally at dinner i will eat too much for the for yeah i mean it's not terrible food but it's too much of healthy food which is Just as bad. And then are you going to sleep shortly after dinner? Is uh, that no, also? No, because I usually eat by, like, this is really exciting for people. <laughs> uh, I usually, I usually, I'm sorry, podcast people. I usually eat about 4 o'clock mm. uh, in the afternoon, and then I usually go to bed about 6.30. Right, so that's about all right. So there you have it, everybody. All right. Well, if you uh, were wondering what today's podcast was going to be about, let me give you a rundown so far just to, before we proceed with, oh, is it boner pills? Right. Morning wood? Yes. Eddie's diet. Exactly. Okay, so far so good. Also came up this morning, uh, Craig having to run to the bathroom mm-hmm. to do a drop a deuce here at work. Not unusual. Not unusual. But he did mention something about, um, you know, when someone comes in and sits at the stall next to you. Oh, uh, yeah. That your shoes are exposed yes. and people know. They can ID you. Yeah, they can ID sure. you. Uh, uh, some Somebody sent me an article over the break on Twitter which I'd never thought about, Mm -hmm. but it was an article or a blog posting about how there are people that, that use the bathroom a lot at work Mm -hmm. to go number two, that they keep in their desk drawer bathroom shoes. I see. So that they put them on. So they're, when they go to the bathroom, so that when you walk in there and you look under the stall and see those shoes, right. You don't realize who's in there because that guy only has those shoes on when he goes to the those bathroom. are his poop shoes yes his poop shoes and at first i thought it was like oh they didn't they don't want uh, their regular shoes to get germs or mm-hmm. to get poop splash or whatever they were thinking but it was for to disguise themselves but here's the thing like 
when you come out of the stall, what, what do you wait for the bathroom to be totally vacant before I do. you get out of the stall? I try to do that. Well, you rarely do number. It has to be right. a dire emergency for you to go number two at work. Right. If I'm in the bathroom going number two at work, there's been a, there's a serious uh, issue. Yes. Now, me, now, granted, I'm here for a lot longer Many most hours. days than you are. Yes. So I have, um, I have no problem using the bathroom at work. Not mm-hmm. a problem for number two. Right. Not a problem. I wish I were more like that, mm-hmm. but I'm not. So you are not, I, no. I would consider, if I, if I was somebody who had to go more often here, I would consider bathroom shoes. The poop shoes. The yeah, poop I could see that for you. Separate things. Uh, Eddie, the uh, headline of this article grabbed my attention when I knew you would be in here today. Mm-hmm. Although it's not a great story. It uh, takes place in Oklahoma City, and the headline reads, Intense Star Wars versus Star Trek argument ends in arrest. Really? Yeah, these two guys who were playing, they were playing Xbox together. Okay. They were playing a, a, a Batman game on Xbox, got into an argument about which movie uh, was better or which series is better, mm-hmm. Star Trek versus Star Wars. Right. Uh, some words were exchanged that got a little physical. Uh, the one guy said, and this is a quote in the article, he says of the other guy he was fighting with, quote, he was saying Spock was the shit, and I was saying Yoda was the shit. Aha. Uh-huh. So these guys got in an argument of Spock v. Yoda. Where are you on this one, Eddie, a Spock versus Yoda situation? If you were going to back one of these guys in an argument here in Oklahoma City, Whose argument would you take? I go Spock. You do? 100% of the time. Why is that? Well, just as a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also with some of the stuff they've done with the like the chapters 1 through 3 with the Star Wars. Not a huge fan. But just as a character. Right. Uh, sort of uh, as an iconic figure in world culture, mm-hmm. I I give the nod to Spock. Okay. Uh, by a significant margin. Now, Yoda has this place also, and I'm not dissing Yoda, but if I had to choose, Spock every time. Spock over Yoda. Yes, but I am one of those people that it's of a perfect age to mm-hmm. love both franchises. Right. I was 10 years old when Star Wars came out. In 1977. Correct. Perfect, beautiful, the whole, you know, get all wrapped up in it. But I was also seven, eight, nine, ten when Star Trek used to be on PIX at five o'clock or six o'clock or five and six o'clock. So I was very familiar with Star Trek as well and really loved both of them and still do. Right. So you are the guy that could be in that argument. Yes. Spock versus Yoda. So, yeah, police had to be called, though, for this. Well, that's a little much. Yep. Uh, these guys were really going at it. They uh, they look, they're 23 years old, mm-hmm. uh, and they were playing the Xbox together. Well, it's nice to see that, uh, you know, younger people still appreciate Spock. Yeah, that's true. Good Although point. I don't know if he appreciates the, who's the guy who plays Spock in Quato something? Uh, Leonard in the, uh, Nimoy? No, not Leonard Nemo. The, the reboot Spock guy? Oh, the re- yes. Quake, Quake, I don't know. Maybe yeah. something, um, something I, like I, that. I know I would recognize yes. him. I don't know his name. Me too. But uh, So I wonder which Spock he thinks is the shit. Oh, so he may be thinking this new Spock. Right. But for me... It, Classic. Yeah. It's, it's Shatner and it's Nimoy. Classic Spock. Yeah, exactly. Star Trek. 
I want to see where you fall on this one, Eddie, if this is an okay thing to do. You know how, like, when um, really the worst people in the world, when they pass away, we still have nice things to say about them? Yes. Like, they'll be, like, uh, you know, somebody who was just a terrible person when they die. People still say nice things about them. But not, like, sort of uh, an... Uh, uh, so, not someone terrible that like everybody knows they're a mass murderer. Not that kind of person. Like when we whacked Saddam Hussein, people weren't going well. No, right. But you're just talking about like you know your unknown guy yes. who really is a tool or douche. was a tool douche the yes. whole thing. And then when he passes, ah, oh, what a nice the guy, greatest. and then he did this, and he liked dogs and the right. whole thing. We always look for the good. Yeah, that's for gays, in my opinion. Well, here in uh, North Carolina. Uh, there was an obituary in the uh, Cherokee Scout newspaper. Of course. About a uh, a woman who had passed away. And, um, well, here's what the obituary said. Now, she had died. It said she had died alone after a long battle with drug addiction and depression. Okay. Quote from the obituary. Drugs were a major love in her life as June had no hobbies made no contributions to society, and rarely shared a kind word or deed in her life. We speak for the majority of her family when we say her presence will not be missed by many, very few tears will be shed, and there will be no lamenting over her passing. <laughs> wow. That is brutally honest. You get nothing. Wow. So, yeah. So it contributed nothing to society. Yes. Uh, now, her son, Robert, mm. thinks that the sisters placed this ad in the newspaper. Aha. Uh-huh. So she did have children. She then. did have children. So she did maybe something good that she uh, gave birth to very honest children. And the boy seems to have gotten along he with her. He likes the moms. He likes the moms. The sisters, not so much. Mm-hmm. Now, my sisters feel like I was the favorite child. They call me Golden Boy. Yes, I was referred to that as well by my older sisters. Yes. You have two older sisters? I have uh, older and younger. Oh, okay. They both see me as the Golden but you Boy. Were, because you were the son. I was the only son. Right. That was still a big deal back when we were birthed. Yes. So maybe in this situation, similar thing. Perhaps. Uh, where no one else liked this woman, but the woman was really uh, treated the son so well right. that he's sticking up and, for her. And uh, she left the crack pipe to him, I believe, as well. <laughs> yes, I did see that in the, uh, what do you call it, the will. Yes. Exactly. The last will and testament. Right. Uh, right. Here's the crack pipe and my one tooth. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, Eddie, you're a Netflix guy, right? Oh, yeah. I saw a thing on Netflix. I, I actually watched, I, I kind of fell asleep during it, but... It's in the uh, on Netflix on their front page of the app. It has a trending section. Like okay. these are things people are watching. Apple TV, you have? Uh, I I have Apple and uh, Amazon. Okay, but if you go into the Netflix app itself, it'll okay. it'll have it in there. Like trend, the trending uh, movies mm-hmm. and things. There was a uh, a UFO documentary about a particular guy named Stan something or other. I should Google this. Mm-hmm. I meant to write this down to ask you about it. There was this guy who uh, supposedly he's the most documented uh, abductee ever, and he's got all these, uh, he had all these, uh, he documented everything with videos, you know. And this is a 2017 documentary? No, I think it's just getting to Netflix. I see. But within the last five years, perhaps? Yes, definitely. What is this, Eddie? Let me see. 
This is fascinating, podcast people. Al is Googling. Tell us a little more of your diet, Eddie. Well, the... <laughs> All right, hold on. Stand by. He's almost Stand there. Stand by. Hold on. What if I Google UFO Stan? Stan Romanek. Okay. Uh, is, uh, is a guy who claims to have been abducted all this time. Right. And uh, in this documentary... It's a lot of uh, uh, short videos that he was filming. Like, look at this. These, these orbs are following me. Right. And he did everything like an infrared. And he would have uh, show you over the years these um, uh, markings he's had on his body. And when you put them under black light, they glow. And I was all I was all along with him. You know, I was like, all right. Orbs. I see the orbs. I see video evidence. So you I were see buying these it. I was all sort right of. with it. And then... He had a couple of aliens looking in his window, which he has on videotape, and I just can't. Uh, it's dudes in masks. It's not dudes much. in masks, but I just can't get beyond that. Like, he had me. Right. Orbs, you know what I mean? Right. Sores on his body. Uh, uh, he had other people backing up his claims of these orbs following him around. But he has these, uh, twice he had... Uh, UFOs, uh, UFO aliens looking in his window, which he had on tape. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, he claims that he has had, uh, children with aliens and he had an alien looking little girl looking through a window for him, his child. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, uh, the fact that these aliens are so far advanced and they can abduct him and nobody yes. knows and nobody can find him. Why are they peeping through his window? Like a you know common peeping tom or criminal. That's exactly they what would they have were better doing. Technology would think. Yeah, it's the Stan Romanek story. Now, did they look like the classic grays? Classic. If you will? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That was the problem. Yeah. Like I'm do something different. Peering through the window. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, Eddie, I'll give you this one. Uh, headline: Delta flight attendant mm-hmm. smashes two bottles of wine. Overhead of unruly passenger. Wow. Now, I'm behind this flight attendant, 100%. Now, were they the airline bottles of oh, wine? Oh, like the mini ones? Or the mini mini bottle? They or had is it to have a been. real bottle? Now, if you order a wine on a plane, do they pour it out of a main bottle, or, or are you buying it the mini bottles? Oh, I think they pour it out of the mini right. bottle, and then they just hand you the cup. Plastic, usually. They must have used the mini bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delta Airlines flight attendant smashed two bottles of wine over the head of a passenger who was trying to open an exit door mid-flight. Oh, then total props to her, him, whoever it is. No problem. Yeah, but a mini bottle, I could see it might take two because if you have a, you could hit one, one regular size wine bottle would probably do in your average person. Right. Oh, absolutely. But you're right. You need two minis. You would think. This was a flight from Seattle to Beijing. Uh Uh-huh. 23-year-old fella. Uh, got out of the bathroom and ran right for the exit door and tried to get out. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I total totally support. Uh, in fact, she could have done, or he could have done, yeah, a lot more, and I'd be totally fl- fine with it. Went into the uh, bathroom about an hour into the flight, mm-hmm. briefly came out to ask a flight attendant a question, then went back in. After coming out of the bathroom two minutes later, he bolted for the door of the plane and tried to open it. Flight attendants leaped into action and tried to restrain this fella, but he fought back, and the flight attendants had to ask nearby passengers for help. Uh-huh. And now we've kind of discussed this in a, 
I don't know if it was a podcast or a warm up about yeah. your reaction in that situation. Yes, what would I do? Yes. Now, in that situation where if he succeeds, yeah, you're dead. Yeah, I would I would hope you, that I would do you, something you would, about okay. it. Okay. You were like, no, it says fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> I, I really can't. I really can't. I'd love I, to get up but yeah, right now. It says fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> like, I, I really can't. Uh sir, you should be sitting down. <laughs> now this clown punched one of the flight attendants in the face twice. Mm-hmm. And hit a fellow passenger over the head with a bottle of wine. Mm-hmm. Another flight attendant grabbed two bottles of wine and hit this guy over the head with them, breaking at least one of the bottles. And that subdued him? And that least... subdued him, yeah. Unbelievable. Yes. This guy was yelling, do you know who I am? Well, you're a crazy person, well, so yes. A, yeah, he was not anyone famous. Flight 129 returned to Seattle following a security incident with the passenger, Delta said. The passenger was restrained on board and was removed from the flight by law enforcement. So I guess there was not back. a marshal on that particular flight. <laughs> there was not a marshal on that one, though. Just some, a lot of wine bottles. Evidently. Lots of wine and uh, some people willing to help out. Whacking each, over, each other over the head with wine bottles. Yeah. What was your favorite story, uh, Eddie, of the the post game podcast? Here, would you go uh, boner pills, uh, morning wood, your diet, the Star Wars Star Trek fight, the grandmother obituary, or the flight attendant versus uh, unruly passenger? I would have to go with the grandmother uh, obituary. Yeah, I like that too. I enjoyed that one a lot. Refreshing. It is. Yes, and. It- Makes me, here's a obscure literary reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orson Scott Card, Speaker for the Dead, the second in the Ender, uh, I guess it's uh, four books, so not a oh, trilogy. Right. This is a uh, fake uh, fiction? Yes, oh, fiction. Right. Uh, uh, following Ender's Game and Speaker for the Dead was similar in that when the person gave an obituary and it became like this thing that this culture adopted, they would speak the truth all things good and bad. Oh. So no one out there is going to get that reference, or maybe Couple. if they do, they'll uh, they'll hit you up on Twitter. Yeah, tweet me, and then I'll read it to you tomorrow morning. Surely. Because you're not on Twitter. You'd be fired for yes. some insane thing you exactly. would probably say. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie. Well, that'll do it for the it's post. It's over? It's over. All right. The post-game show, the warm-up show is uh, next. I did that with CeeLo. With CeeLo, yes. Uh, Jerry, back tomorrow. Uh, yes, apparently. Uh, you want to do a see ya? It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Oh, hi there. Al Dukes here. And uh, the Boomer and Carton show is back live this morning at 6 with both Boomer and Carton. No uh, governor and no former Giants quarterback. But Jerry Recco is uh, still in California, so CeeLo joins me. Hello, CeeLo. Oh, good morning, Al. And, and we, you and I, are yeah. sponsored by GilletteOnDemand.com. Oh, all righty. Um, we're at the Midway Point Baseball. Yeah. So I have some football items, because I'm sure Boomer and Craig will do a lot of Mets-Yankees and uh, a lot of Nick-related things. Naturally, yes. So I've gathered a few items that are not of those topics. Uh, one of them being uh, New York Giants punter Brad Wing uh, got name-checked in a Nicki Minaj song, CeeLo. Now, name-checked, for those who don't know, I'm a young guy, uh, CeeLo, I know what the <laughs> lingo is. Have you ever been name-checked? I've, in a song? Yeah. No. All right. Boomer has, though. Wow. In multiple rap, uh, hip-hop 
type songs. It's always the rap songs over the right? years. Uh, well, I, you can't really uh, drop a, a athlete's name in a rock song. It doesn't really work. I mean, if you really wanted to. But I was googling some of these Nicki Minaj lyrics. Anyway, she uh, she mentions Giants punter Brad Wing in a song. I think is called "Skirt on Me," <laughs> which I don't know what that means. It's I don't spelled, know either. I'm just happy that you said it. That it's was, it's that spelled fun. strange. Yes, S K R T. Yeah. Right? Yeah. S-K-R-T. Can't be bothered with the I. No. <laughs> so this all started out where Brad Wing Instagrammed uh, something about running six miles, mm-hmm. and he added Nicki Minaj. I don't know if that's a lyric in one of her songs, what it all means. Yeah. I was very confused. Nicki Minaj, it was hashtag Nicki Minaj voice as well. All He's right. He's a big Nicki Minaj fan. He is. Very yes. big fan. So she saw that and said she was going to mention him in a song. Right. Which she did. She she followed up on her word. And CeeLo, I believe you have a clip. I do. Roll is, it. Is Eddie ready? Oh. I'm not sure oh, Eddie's he is. In We're going to try anyway. Bringing the blunt. Emily Blunt. Platinum back. Ice bling in the front. I'm a land the jump. Yao Ming the dunk. And I'm playing the field. Brad Wing the punt. I'm going to tell him I love him. In the four and a couple. There it is. Brad Wing, Brad the, Wing punt. the punt. Yes. Now, in a couple if you years. Missed that, we can play the short version. Go ahead. Okay. Fire. Yao Ming the dunk. And I'm playing the field. Brad Wing the punt. I'm going to now, Yao Ming hasn't dunked in years. No, he has not. That's how strange. I certainly sometimes feel like they're just... She needed tr- something to rhyme yeah, with wing, let's be honest. For things to rhyme. No, well, clearly. If you got to work Brad Wing into your lyric there. And no offense to Brad Wing, but no one's going to remember who he is year, a couple years from now. Speaking of which... They're playing this Nicki Minaj song Did still. you know who Brad Wing was prior to I was this? aware you Brad were? Wing uh, is okay. the punter just of the Giants. Sure. I mean, it's kind of an obscure position. It is an obscure position. Yes. Uh, so he gets a name, name-checked, CeeLo, in the Nicki Minaj skirt on me whatever that means do you have any idea what i do i honestly do not yeah I have so no. i feel old now as well yeah i was hoping you're a millennial that you yeah, would uh no you idea. would know more of more of this than me no. i'm an old fellow i love the classic rock um more football CeeLo. mo wilkerson is very angry with justin Pugh, <laughs> setting up quite a uh Quite a combative game mm-hmm. on uh, August 26th at MetLife Stadium for Can't the wait. Snoopy Bowl, yes. they call it. The preseason game. I guess uh, Justin Pugh was, uh, tweeted out uh, that he was at the airport and he had forgotten a uh, hat. He wanted to wear a hat. And he says they only have Jets hats, all of them untouched. Literally not one Giants hat left. Wonder why. Mm. To which Mo Wilk responded. Now, you know Mo Wilkerson. A little bit, yeah. Is he a hilarious guy or no-nonsense? Mm, he's a pretty serious, serious. no-nonsense kind of guy. So he wrote back, uh, bro, now you got the red dot, CU 826 at MetLife. Now, what is the red dot? Is that like... Uh, I would guess it's a sniper reference, if I'm a being honest. A sniper reference? Like, right? I'm, I'm going to watch you. Well, uh, you know... The red dot is like from the scope, like the long oh, I distance, see. right? So you're I mean, in my it's a scope. Morbid, but you're in my scope is yeah. what he's saying. He's like, he's I'm I'm targeting you. Mo Wilk is going to throw down with Justin Pugh in the uh, warm up game there at uh, MetLife Stadium. Eight twenty six is gone. You need someone to pump up that Snoopy. I goal, guess. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I used to when I was a kid. I would go to that that yeah, game. It was fun. Uh, uh, preseason game. Yeah. There was always fist fights in the stands. Yeah, that sounds about right because uh, the the. 
fans would get uh, you know liquored up and then yeah, and they don't really need to watch the football. Throw down. It doesn't matter anyway. So. The games do not matter, right? right? But now we've got something, CeeLo. Mo yes. Wilk versus Justin Pugh. Justin should have went over to the WFAN store. JFK picked himself up a little lid, right? Or yeah, they've got all those. I, uh, I, I'm not sure if it exists oh, okay. anymore. My bad. Uh, it might still <laughs> exist. I don't know. Um, also, Brandon Marshall, who you also covered, CeeLo, mm-hmm. uh, also on the Giants now. Says he's FaceTiming with uh, Eli Manning various plays. Now, didn't he do this with... Uh, with Fitz, yeah. With Fitzpatrick? And right around, uh, was it during minicamp or maybe early in training camp when Fitz was still holding out? There was one day where he was like, yeah, I was FaceTiming with Fitz today, but he had to go because his kid fell out of a tree. Right. So, you know, I guess those things happen when you're... And then they stopped yeah. FaceTiming when uh, Fitzpatrick uh, was stopped all communication. Remember when he stopped... Uh, uh, yeah. Texting anybody on the team because he was still holding out. It all seems so silly now oh. after the season that he he and the Jets put together. It's amazing that we had the whole big Ryan Fitzpatrick holdout drama. Right. What about now with um, with Eli Brandon Marshall FaceTiming Eli? Yeah. Do you ever FaceTime with another gentleman yourself no, personally? I do not. I always feel like FaceTimes for children. Like uh, you have a child. Yes. You might FaceTime with your child. Yes. Oh, daddy's at work. Here's me FaceTiming. Right. Or with your wife. Significant other. Significant significant other. Yes. You wouldn't randomly FaceTime no. Eddie Scazzeri to check your schedule. I would not. No. Did you ever you ever get an accidental FaceTime phone call and you look at your phone and you're like, This has to be a this has right. to be like an accidental pocket dial. Yeah. Why are you bothering me? Why is another you can, man uh, you can pocket dial like FaceTime? You can. Sure. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Come on, you're an iPhone guy now, Eddie. You should know that. I am, but I'm not on any platform of social media well yeah, facetime not, is not no. social media that's just oh. a video phone call it's kind of like texting a kind of like texting but face-to-face video phone call which well, is mm. what brandon marshall and eli he, are doing he now. does love video stuff though he's all over i mean brandon? Instagram, yeah his instagram is just constant with the videos well that's where this came up he instagrammed a clip of their conversation yeah yeah he loves it he, he does. does love it yeah i always say yeah facetime for me it's got to be a significant other a man should not be FaceTiming another man unless he is your significant other. I think you and I are on the same page with yeah. that. Yes. Occasionally you'll get the mistake one. You'll st- What I'll do is I'll stare at the phone and pray that it hangs up quickly. And it is, is someone pocket dialing me and realizing it and not really FaceTiming me. And, and if you have it on ring, it's like a, it's really loud. The FaceTime yeah, uh, ringer? It's it's obnoxious. All right. Yeah. Uh, CeeLo, after the break, I have a fascinating story about a uh, grandmother, and I'll leave it at that. And then you have something, and then we go to the break or something. Yes, excellent tease. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Boomer and Carton coming up just a couple of minutes. This portion of the program sponsored by Taco Bell. The Yankees drop 18 of 25 leading into the All-Star break and dropped Sunday's series finale against the Brewers 5-3. to three. three and a half back of the Red Sox atop the AL East. Cardinals shut out the Mets in St. Louis. 6 nothing behind Lance Lynn who outpitched Steven Matz. The Mets hit the break 39-47. 12 games back of the first place Nationals. Former Cavaliers GM David Griffin has pulled his name out of the Knicks front office search. When you've had a morning, let Taco Bell make it a little better with the new breakfast quesadilla fluffy eggs, crispy bacon, and melty cheese pressed inside a warm grilled tortilla. Home run derby tonight, CeeLo. I will be paying attention to this just because of Aaron Judge. I'm a huge Met fan, but I like this Aaron Judge. Mm. I will pay attention to this. What time does that get underway? Like an 8 o'clock yes, situation? That sounds about right. 
And then our friend Jerry Recco, he did what, you know, sometimes we make fun of Evan Roberts because he goes on vacation and follows the Mets yes. wherever they go. Jerry did like a little baseball vacation. He went out to California. He went to a Giants games. He went to some uh, Dodgers, uh, Dodger the other games. team you're looking for, yes. And then I see over the weekend, uh, I don't think this was a game Jerry was at, but uh, on the Jumbotron at the Dodger game, <laughs> they showed a uh, grandmotherly uh, looking woman who was really dancing along to the music. Yes. Really started shaking her thing. Then she lifted her shirt up. Yes, she did. She looked like she was 80. She didn't reveal everything. Well, she had a bra on, yeah. but still, I don't know. you but, wouldn't want your grandmother on the the. the the, the Jumbotron lifting her shirt up. You wouldn't, but th- that was clickbait, let's be honest. I saw that, I was like, really? And they cut and away check- from it. Yeah, I mean, oh, you were expecting to see Not that I was skin looking on forward skin. to that, but I was. when I say flashed, I mean, okay, she lifted her shirt, we saw her bra. Life goes on. Right. And uh, Phil Jackson is enjoying his time at the Lake CeeLo in yes. Montana. There are a lot of famous people in Montana. Um, Letterman has a place there. Tom Brokaw.